0: Step back, son, let me see You sure do remind me of me You're just like your old grandpa Full of fight and courage to be strong Self to my mistakes. Don't lose yourself to my mistakes. Don't lose yourself. Don't lose yourself to my mistakes. To my mistakes. be the man you want to be shine bright with all your strength Don't lose yourself to my mistakes, to my mistakes
1: That's Kaylin Hart with Song from Bill, Don't Lose Yourself to My Mistakes, a live version at Folk Music Ontario for Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. Caelan Hart is our special guest in the studio. How are you doing today?
2: I'm I'm doing wonderful. It was a fun night last night and uh, the weekend is, is rolling and I'm having a great time.
1: That's right. We should mention that you're running a private showcase room as well i think the what the river in song the river of song that's right yeah
2: yeah i wanted to make a special space where i could debut this project and and also bring in some artists that were along the same stylistic lines of what i do and i think of flowing rivers of the source of creativity and i've I've got some wonderful artists that are along those lines and uh, it's been a great it's been a great time
1: and I think you ended up with a very late night last
2: night. You know, uh, when you make a, a beautiful room and decorate it, um, it tends to to be a magnet for the partygoers and the jammers. So we ended up having having quite a, a hang in the room last night. It went until the early hours of the morning.
1: So let's start by talking
2: about your music,
1: and specifically the the song from Bill. That was the first song we played. Yes. Now, Kaelin Hart is not your real name. It's the the name that you have. Uh, brought forward for this singer songwriter project. Yes. Uh, so why don't we start by talking a little bit about Kalen Hart, and then talk about uh, some of the songs from the album.
2: Sure. Yeah. Kalen Hart is a name that I uh, I came up with. My real name is Rob Tian and I've you know I've been known as a composer, a tuba player. I was in a band called Lemon Bucket Orchestra, um, and I've been in, living in Los Angeles for the past three years, working um, primarily as a composer now for film and TV. And yet, in the last year and a half, I discovered um, a sort of secret desire to uh, explore a singer-songwriter um, side of myself, and you know, I kind of, I kind of pushed through the emotional blocks that were getting in the way of that, and suddenly the songs were just pouring out unstoppably, um, and I realized, well, I have this, uh, I have this connection to, to to songs, and I've got to make them, make them real, and and put them out to the world because. Um, they're, they're so meaningful to me. They've, they've really been my guiding light on my own journey of, of healing and of emotional awareness and and growth. And, um, I'm hoping if I put them out, then they'll maybe, maybe be the same, um, for some others. The song from Bill, um, the one I just sang is an interesting song. Um, it's the last one on the record, second last one on the record. I was doing a meditation and I had a vision, um, that the spirit of my grandfather was, was with me. I did not expect this at all. You know, normally I wouldn't, I've told you that i believe in that sort of thing but uh, he came and he had a message for me which is that uh, in the history of, of families oftentimes we can get trapped in a cycle of of negative you know behaviors and traumas and, and you just live in the reverberation of of the karma of the family so to speak um, unless you make a conscious effort to kind of heal the wounds and pull yourself out of it and change the story and my grandfather, who I hardly knew, he died when I was very little, but in this moment, he had a message for me, which was, you know, you have the power to change the story and to be your own person and not to live in, in what you think you have to live in just because it's, it's in the history of your family. And, uh, and then he sang that song to me. He sang it to me exactly as I sang it to you just now. I wrote it down word for word. So that's why it's called Song from Bill. You know and and that was a very powerful moment for me to realize that you know if I tune into myself then i I just have a connection to these very deep and powerful um songs and a lot of the songs in the record are they're similar they're they're either based on on emotional awareness or they're based on um um uh, meditation on the nature of love and on relationships or or on spirituality
1: it's It's interesting you you talk about the it's almost like two sides of your character you know you were a tuba player and you mentioned the lemon bucket orchestra yes uh, and i think you also played with the boxcar boys as i did well. play with the
2: boxcar boys and also another wonderful band called the heavyweights brass band and, and you know that was a, a chapter in my life when i was kind of um seeking the excitement and the fun of of just being a musician and, and being wild and crazy and i definitely got that in spades from those bands especially lemon bucket orchestra and you know i wouldn't trade those years for the world it was the best you know most exciting time of my life for sure and yet recently I've kind of realized that I have something deeper to say as an artist. And uh it's time now for me to explore, explore that message. And that's why I felt like I needed to come up with a new name to represent this project. You know, I, I have a lot of music out under the name Rob T and just because of all the work I've done as a film composer. But this is something different. It's it's something much deeper from my heart and from my spirit. And I, I needed to uh to give it a sort of a new moniker to represent that detachment from my from my previous history. And uh, and so the name, the name Kalin, um, it's an ancient Greek word, and it means kind of intrinsic beauty and, and goodness. And so basically I'm exploring the concept that all of us inside of our hearts and spirits are intrinsically good and beautiful and perfect.
1: So is Rob Tien still making music for film i mean that, absolutely that, that continues it does know?
2: and and i have a i'm very lucky in, in los angeles where i live to work with a composer named sean callery who's one of the top guys in town and and uh, I, I co-write with him on some of the tv shows he works on and i help him run a studio and and i'm so i'm working on uh, on jessica jones and on elementary which are two two big tv shows and i love scoring films it's a it's a wonderful challenge it's a it's a a hugely complicated job, and I'm I'm learning so much every day, and uh, that work will continue um, in in tandem and in in balance with with the Kalen Hart project.
1: So these seven songs that appear on the Love Is Surrender album, mm-hmm. uh, these are songs that you collected over what period of time?
2: A year and a half ago, I had not written a song and I had not played guitar in fifteen years, and in that time period, the songs all came uh, about thirty to forty of them. Um, in in the period of less than a year and I, I got another I bought a guitar and I got back into playing I've rediscovered the, the, the chord patterns and everything and uh, I knew that I wanted to make a record and I sort of picked I thought initially it was just going to be an EP of maybe four songs just to kind of you know dip my toe in the waters and I came up with these seven and you know I had some great musicians in LA in a great studio and it just went so well um, I realized that I had actually a record which is a, a short full-length record of, of professional quality so so that's what it's going to be, and, and these songs all kind of kind of come out of the period of development where I was realizing that oh okay I have a voice and I have something to say about about emotion about love and and they're all kind of in that in that vein. And certainly
1: the song from Bill is a very beautiful song. Thank I mean, you. You have a your singing style is obviously very heartfelt. Yes. Uh, you can you real that really really comes through. Hmm. I'm going to get you to play another song for us. What are you going to play for us this time?
2: I'm, I'm going to do a, another song from the record, which is called Come On Out of the Rain. And uh, this one is not so much a, a, an emotion song. It's more about a, a song about relationships. It's a song about, about uh, being in love and, and going through difficulty and, and just trying to find a way through something and having a, a, a sincere, strong desire to just stay connected to the beauty of everything and, and, and come through, come through the other side of it.
1: This is Kalen Hart with Come Out of the Rain from his new album. It's entitled Love is Surrender, and this album is expected in 2019.
2: Yes, probably in the late spring of 2019 it'll be released.
0: yourself by the fire warm yourself by the fire tell me what your heart desires warm yourself by let me take you by the hand, let me in your heart again, let me take you by the hand. That's
1: Kalen Hart with Coming Out of the Rain, a live version from his new album. The album is entitled Love is Surrender, expected in 2019. And Kalen Hart is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio. At Folk Music Ontario today, I'm very intrigued about this. I mean, I, I get the impression you're very driven about everything you do. Is that a fair <laughs> thing to say?
2: Anyone that knows me would would agree wholeheartedly with you. You know, um, my musical career started when I was I studied tuba in university. I took a job in the army in the summer, playing in the ceremonial guard in Ottawa, doing the marching band changing of the guard. I I think maybe a bit of the military training I did is carried, carried forth into all of the endeavors. And, you know, you can look back at my career and I can sort of see the moments where I've said, I want to take a, an extreme left turn and now experience something completely different. And then I've gone and done that and been able to make it work. And here I am now, you know, birthing a songwriting career. And, um, I'm just, I'm putting all of my energy into it. I'm so excited. And it just, you know, I just, I, I'm in love with the hustle. What can I say? Do you see
1: this as a sort of long-term plan then, that that Kaylen Harp will continue to
2: develop absolutely uh, as a singer-songwriter? Absolutely, it's. I just I, I, the music is just so personal to me, and it's so it just comes so naturally and easily uh, when I'm tuned into myself. That there's you know, I honestly think if I look back, a lot of the various illnesses and and difficulties I had in my life were probably because I was like turning away from this calling. And not listening to the voice inside my head that said, "Hey, you have a sensitive soul, and you should be singing songs." You know, now that I've been doing it, I've been just feeling so much better, just about being alive. And so, whatever happens, you know, the music business is tough, and it, it's a long, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll, as they say. You know, so, and I'm, I have a film scoring career that's going well. I don't know exactly how the balance of time will work out, but I know that I have to be making songs. I have to be singing them. I have to be performing. I'm going to try to get on the road and tour and make records and collaborate. And, and uh, I'm very excited about it. And, you know, you can bet as long as I'm alive, Kalen Hart will be making music.
1: It's interesting you say that because I just wonder with the fact that you have a successful career in L.A., you know, in in film composing. Yeah. Does that open doors that you know may have been hard to open if you'd, you know, just been Rob T and you know, starting out as a singer songwriter in you know, Ontario? I,
2: I think it does in a lot of ways. There's first of all, um, it gives me a bit of insider knowledge on how to get the songs placed into film and T V programs. I have, you know, I've I've have some contact with music supervisors and I'll I will be able to reach out to them and and use those connections and hopefully get some song placements in some film and TV TV shows. And that, you know, that's one of the last remaining revenue streams, unfortunately, for artists. So that's that's a help. The the act of going through and writing a TV show where you have to crank out, you know, minutes, many minutes of music in, in every weekly episode, I think that's helped my creative process immensely because I've sort of learned how to just write without without judgment and and how to how to finish something and how to write um sparely. And effectively, and not, you know, if I look back at the music I wrote as a younger man, a lot of it's just packed full of so many ideas, and I'm trying to just show everything I can do in in one piece. And and I've learned in film, and TV that that you have to be very economical with your writing, and uh, and just let a single strong idea speak clearly, and and that's much more powerful than having a complex, dense texture. So that was a lesson I was able to bring into um, the production of these songs, and I think it really, really helped them, you know, and. Uh, um, finally i would say um just working in film and tv which is such a, a, a complex system and a and a high profile high high hustle environment i think i have uh i have an appetite for for just navigating the music business and and uh you know i'm not afraid of, of getting out there and and finding the channels to work them and 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 doing the hustle and 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 just you know pitching myself and i'm i'm just ready for that challenge now I think it's made me tougher maybe as an artist to just have have gone through the training as a film composer.
1: Well, certainly, you know, the, when you talk about placement, I mean, uh, that is an area where, as you say, I mean, that, you know, the, there still is an opportunity to, you know, to build a bit of a career if you mm-hmm. can get your music, you know, placed, if you're working with good people who, and, you know, if you mentioned uh, Elementary, Jessica Jones, mean we already, you, you have a, a lot of those links already. I had a chance to watch you play live yesterday. Mm-hmm. You get to play many live shows at the moment, or is that something that you'll be able to do more going forward?
2: You know, I've only I, I only started doing live shows as Kalen Hart a couple months ago in LA, and I'm playing regularly at some some of the local kind of singer songwriter spots. I try to do a show about every three weeks or so, three or four weeks, and that's about enough for me right now as far as you know the uh, balancing the time and. You know you you can't ask, you don't want to ask your friends to come out every week to see you because they, eventually they've heard your songs and they get tired of it um but i'm building up to uh to playing bigger venues and, and bigger stages and i'm you know i'm planning a, a cd release tour with this record when it comes out and uh you know i don't know exactly where and 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 when i'll go and how many shows but i I definitely would like to bring the full band. I, I recorded with a four-piece band with upright bass, drums, and another guitarist. And uh, I'm here at FMO because I come from the area. I'm from Oshawa. I grew up in Oshawa originally, and then I started my career in Toronto. Um, and I would really love to just come back here and and as part of the CD release tour, play you know play some of the, the locations which is in my home my home province. Maybe play some of those festivals that I've played as a tuba player, but now now come as Kalen Hart.
1: Yeah, it sounds it sounds pretty cool. Do you find songwriting as, you know, writing songs versus composing for film? I mean, is that fairly easy for you? I mean, it obviously it's a matter of finding the the subject material and I sense that a lot of that is very personal to you.
2: Yeah. You know, uh I would say the philosophy I have about it is that writing music is is infinitely easy because it's really not me that's writing it i believe that there is kind of a and i feel and i've experienced that there is kind of a source of creativity that just comes from i don't know some some higher plane of existence and and all we have to do to access it is really just ask for it to come and that just requires a bit of humility and a bit of the ego getting out of the way but when i do that and i you know i've experienced this when i sit down and write the tv shows it's just a matter of like okay i'm gonna sit and i'm gonna write and i'm gonna do it and you know the body knows what to do and the mind knows what to do and it um for me it's not it's not difficult to write these songs or to write music for film. What is difficult what can be difficult is actually just putting myself and staying in the proper frame of mind to be accessing the the, the the flow of creativity and and that can be very challenging if you're having a rough day or if your ego is bruised about something or if you just feel like you want to prove something to someone and you know and you you know once the ego gets involved that's when you start controlling the process and and trying to manipulate it and push it and I think people start to hear that in music they can hear when someone is showing off or when they need approval and You know, I feel like the best music is just purely without ego and just pure, just pure flow. Um, And so, always what I'm working on um, is, you know, I try not to labor over the creation of songs, but I do work very hard on just accessing and staying in the flow state. And a lot of that
1: demands discipline. I mean, it seems quite clear that you know, if you, you know, having a a successful career, you know, working in film, I mean, you know, and TV, I mean, people. Uh, that's something you have to keep producing. So I imagine if you have that discipline and focus yeah. that you obviously clearly have, it probably really helps from that point of view.
2: You know, it, it's something I work at every day to be better. And I, I look at my boss and mentor, Sean Callery, um, the composer that I work for in LA, and, and his level of focus and discipline is, is just so unbelievable. And I, I just watch him write these masterpiece TV scores, and he just does it so quickly. Uh, and he doesn't spend any time just wasting wasting away on the internet or emailing, he'll just sit down and boom, he does it. And, uh, you know, he's been doing it for a long time. I aspire to, to, to have that level of connection to the, to the flow of, of creation and I'm working on it. I'm learning a lot. And, and, uh, but for now, I think, you know, I've, I've, I've been very lucky just to have, have had, you know, a long career in the music business so far. And, and, uh, I've just learned a thing or two about, about how to get into the right frame of mind to be writing. And not everyone, um, is lucky enough to, to, uh, I mean, we all have different gifts and we all have different talents and uh, it's just something that I I'm very lucky to have as a, just affinity to, to once I'm connected to, to the creative flow, I can just put a, a song together or a melody together and it, it's not, it's not hard for me, but yeah, discipline, the ego doesn't necessarily know all of this stuff. It just knows what's in front of it and, and how to protect and drive and, and control and, and everything. And, and so that's the hardest part, I think, is con- is is, uh, is just controlling the ego and having that discipline. When you were doing
1: your private showcase, you were running the private showcase room, but you played a set for us last night. Mm. You mentioned, I think, that Rob Tian sold the tuba. That's true. I can't remember what you said, whether you sold the, the, the tuba as part of moving ahead as Kalen Hart, the singer-songwriter. Do you ever see that, you you know, somebody could convince you to pick up a tuba again and get back into one of these fun bands like the Lemon Bucket Orchestra or the Box Cowboys. You
2: know, it's a good question. Um, When I moved to LA, I did have to, of course, leave all the bands I was in. I brought my tuba with me. I had a few tubas and I'd sold all but one of them. I had a sousaphone, which is the marching band tuba. When I was in LA, I did seek out chances to perform and I played with some local Mexican brass bands I played with a, a local a couple local New Orleans style brass bands once every month or two I would do a gig in a bar just so that I could stay connected to performing but even then I was kind of feeling like I was playing out a, a chapter of a story that I'd moved on from and I, I did recently when I was producing this record you know I I worked with some very very professional and, and amazing producers and, and recording artists and, and session players and um just to raise the funds i i made the decision to sell the the final tuba that i own and uh it was hard to do that but I, I realized i was attached to it and but what i was attached to was an older identity you know and uh i have to just go all in on the new chapter and, and that's what i'm doing but you know. I put so much time into playing the tuba I you know I studied classical music I played for 20 years and and uh I love playing the tuba it's a lot of fun and I I did have a moment last night when the jam was happening in my room and I was like oh I'm just enjoying this but if I had my tuba here I would be picking it up and jumping in so I would say you know give me a couple years to focus on Kalen Hart let me do this let me have some have have my fun and 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 build this chapter and and then uh, maybe there will be a time when I'll I'll get back into the tuba thing just when I want to have some fun and and just just do it and uh, and be free of of because uh... I think when I was playing tuba I was I was I was subconsciously aware that I wasn't writing songs and that was maybe maybe taking away from my enjoyment of it in the moment just ever so slightly so now that I have a chance to make these songs and do it I think when I come back to the tuba later it'll be a more liberated experience. It's
1: been great to have you join us today. If people want to learn more about the music of Kalen Hart, how can they do that?
2: You know, uh I do have a website com. There isn't any music released yet because I'm the the album has only just been finished, but if you watch that website, uh there will be uh the first single will be coming in a couple of months. There will be videos, it's all in production. If you live in LA, you can look me up and catch me at one of the local shows in the cafes down there. Um, and it's all it's all moving. It's all coming, and and we're in the very early stages now. But uh, this project is is it, it will be born into the world. There's there, I don't have a say in it. You know it's coming, and I can feel it. So um, just keep your ear to the ground and uh, and uh, watch for all of this stuff coming in the new year. I'm very excited to be sharing it.
1: It sounds very exciting. We only have one thing left to do, and that's pick the next song to play. We're going to actually dip into the. Uh, Love is Surrender album itself what are we going to play?
2: So this is a, a sneak preview uh, from the record and this is a song another song about about mastering emotion and letting go of, of the burdens that you carry and it's called I Think You Know
1: This is Kalen Hart with I Think You Know from the album Love is Surrender you're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference and I'm Jan Hall well, thanks again.
2: Thanks so much for having me
0: muscle in your back Frozen by the burden of your past And the hollow in the roots that goes deep down For your metal to be laid down in the ground